Bro, intro it, intro it, intro it. Come on. I was thinking about doing it. I just started We're leaving that in. We're leaving that in. You know what? We're leaving that in. No. Justin, intro okay, it. Come okay. on. Welcome back, guys, to the Coast to Coast Podcast. I'm Justin Patrick, and this week we're just going to be doing a deep dive back into the NBA. Sorry about that. I was just thinking my own thoughts. With me, as always, Sean Philson, Zach Taylor. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> Justin just had a complete brain fart there. He he literally was just like, had his finger on the volume, was just like, okay, you're kind of slapping right now. Okay. You're supposed to talk or something. I just just froze up right there. (laughs) Okay. Well, first off, we want to talk about, you know, the protests that have been going on. You know, some have been like riots and people have been invading stores and everything but there's also been the peaceful protests which are the ones that you know we are the we're we're supporting those ones like if you're doing peaceful protests then i'm like i'm there for that but if you're gonna be going and doing riots like looting specifically yeah that's that's crazy but we'll let, let's talk about like some of the people that we've seen on social media or, or from specific, like NBA specifically wise. nba players we've seen like of course, Giannis hanging out water. I mean, what can you say? I mean, I mean, the whole world's MVP. What can I say? I mean, great guy. Chris he had Paul. a megaphone. Great megaphone. Um, that he, Giannis, if you're listening, I swear to God, if you ever take that mask off in a in a protest, I will come to Milwaukee and kill you. If you get diagnosed, I will kill you. Okay. The death threats, Giannis. I will kill you. Yes, yes. You better keep that mask on. Whenever I saw he had the megaphone, I was like. He better keep the mask on on that megaphone. He better. But yeah, so we got Giannis. Yeah, LeBron. I know I saw Ennis Cantor out there. He he took his mask off and he was like, Everyone, I'm proud of you for all being out here. Keep it safe. I was like, that's my boy right there. But I also saw uh, Jalen Brown, Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, the, 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 do the, do the Jalen Brown thing. I'll do Malcolm Brogdon's voice. Yeah, Jalen Brown was out there. He's like, yeah, hey. There's Malcolm Brogdon. My boy Malcolm Brogdon. And then Malcolm Brogdon, um, you know, as his voice being the president, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm here to support uh, Black Lives Matter. And um, I just I just love it, honestly. Uh, literally, like, one of the best voices I've heard in the NBA. I love it. Um, and then I saw Chris Paul's son. And then yeah. he posted it on Instagram. Also he, didn't realize he's, like, seven foot tall. Not really, but not he, really, like he, lo- six, he, he looks gigantic next to some of these other kids. You know, I feel like he was, like, two feet. Yesterday, but I mean, literally he's remember him so like. Fast. We just <laughs> him up. I'm so proud of him. I mean, we, I mean, we kind of do like these NBA players that we follow. Like I've followed both or all three of Westbrook's kids since like Noah and the twins were I born. I didn't even know. Oh, he, I didn't remember they were twins. Yeah, but, I, yeah. Noah, Noah's still gonna be like a foot tall to me. I don't care what he looks like right now. But then, I mean, D Rose's son. We've watched him since literally nothing. And then what? What's Curry's daughter? Aisha. No, that's his wife. Uh, that's, like, that's the same thing. Uh, Riley, Riley. Riley. But, like, we remember seeing her when she like was little tiny. little on the podium, yeah. She was literally, like, the face of the playoffs for, like, for yeah. two years in a row. And then, what, Isaiah Thomas's boys? Those They were pretty fun. He, like, I oh, remember the yeah. little one. He ran up and he's like, my dad is the best player ever. And the, the whole, like, <laughs> all the uh, uh, people in doing the interviews were just like, oh. oh. Maybe he is the best Maybe. player. <laughs> Maybe, I guess. Someone sign up for bigger money. <laughs> but yeah, we we just wanted to not voice our opinions or anything, but just talk about what's going on currently in the world. 
No. The the biggest thing that I want to talk about with it is the Drew Brees thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I like shout shout out for LeBron for being more than just a player for me. That's what it is. Like he, I mean, obviously like Drew Brees, he's taking back what he said, and like he, from what it seems like, it sounds like he doesn't, he didn't understand the reasoning for the kneeling, or he had the wrong like um, understanding of it, or I, I don't even know how to describe it. like. He he thought it was supporting something that it wasn't. Um, what do you got, Justin? Do you want, do you want to talk? You're uh, over here biting it. Yeah, don't don't go too in depth. Like I, if you want to, let's just say. I mean, I think Breeze sees. I mean, is that okay? How can I put this? Drew, Drew Breeze saw it as you're kneeling against the American flag. You're, you're which, kneeling, which you're is, kneeling against is people that incorrect. fought for the, for yeah, the country, which is not what. But it's this for. is not what they're kneeling against. They're kneeling against police brutality, which is what Colonel Kaepernick started back two years ago. Um, and, you know, you saw him talk, uh, make comments towards Trump, saying this is is it isn't about the flag anymore. Which, yes, I agree with that. The, the, this has nothing to do with the flag and the freedom of the people that fought for our country, of course, anymore. It's come down to what's going on within our nation and the justice system. Yeah, I mean, like, seeing these, like, NBA players go and prove even even what LeBron said multiple times, like, <clears throat> you're not just a basketball player. Like, you're a person. You You don't just go out on the court as a robot and play basketball. This is not a 2K simulation. You have a life. You have kids. Like... Like, LeBron isn't just doing all this stuff, making these, like, uh, public statements and making making all these colleges and making all these funds because that's what he was simulated to do on 2K. Shout out to Michael Jordan, though. And Jordan yeah, it was, like, 100K. 100, 100 million. 100 million. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love it. But I think it's over 10 years, so it's, like, 10 million. Each. My guy. Yeah. Spread but, it out. We don't, we don't want to take that chunk all at once. No. <laughs> but we wanted to talk about it because, you know, this whole podcast is basically – we're able to do this bod- podcast because of African-Americans. Literally. Because the NBA mostly consists of African-Americans, and we have to talk about it because... Right. And I, I forget who it was. I, I, saw, the, I saw a post on, like, um, what, it, I might have been, like, Ben & Jerry's or some company. I forget who it was. Um, one of their statements was literally, like, I, our entire community, our entire business would be nothing with the African American or like uh, community, which is one hundred percent correct. I mean, I mean, just just pure ratio wise, like it's that's the NBA is not the NBA. Yeah, we we sure. almost we need them. You know what I mean? And they should be supported. They should their lives do matter. Like you know what I mean? Like they they should not feel like they are in threat. <clears throat> especially um, I I want to look more. I want to see what Sterling Brown was doing. Um, if you guys don't know, oh, about yeah, like yeah. a year and a half ago, um, I, it was like six months after he got drafted. Sterling Brown is a, a guard or a wing player for the Milwaukee Bucks. About a year and a half ago, he was arrested at a gas station. And there were reports that there, there was some police brutality, but it wasn't anything drastic. It was more of just they, – they said that he was being um, – what is the word? Um not fighting back, but he was, resisting. He, he was, re- he was almost re- resisting. Like, um, and they ended up going through everything. he had done nothing wrong. The cop ended up getting like arrested and charged and stuff like that. And I would love to see what he was doing because for a while, like, uh, Sterling Brown was literally like posting like with Milwaukee Bucks players and everyone was supporting him about how like, Oh, like, um, I think it was like, it was like pray for Sterling or something like that. There was like a hashtag. It was like a year and a half ago. And I, 
I want to see what he's doing because being an NBA player, like who was directly affected by this, like I want to see because I, I mean, we don't know, but to my knowledge, that is the only NBA player that I can think of that was firsthand affected by it. I mean, we don't know about whether college or in their younger lives, but he, while he was in the NBA, he was just wearing a hoodie, went to a gas station and was a, a, they came up to him and like tried to like say that he had done something wrong. And I just, I want to see like, I I wanted to keep going, honestly. I don't don't want like a lot of athletes be out these protests. So we saw Deshaun Watson. He was out there, you know, quarterback for the Houston Texans. You know, you've seen um, uh, actually at Iowa, uh, the Iowa football program, Chris Doyle, the uh, strength and conditioning coach, he's been put on leave because a lot of the players, uh, current players, uh, recent players, players that have been playing in the NFL like Terrell Pryor for like years on now, and some of that might have been retired, they came out uh, announcing like what the the racial, uh, I guess, occurrences or situations that Chris Doyle did against them multiple times against multiple players. It wasn't just one thing. Like, I saw on one page, and it's just you're scrolling through a bunch of different stories of him just being very racist towards his players. Which, so I mean, you see it, it's kind of opening up the entire sports community now, right? Like, it's just it's kind of just a, a big old wave, kind of like how Jackie Robinson, yeah, like when he first started playing baseball, he just kind of it jumped from sport to sport to sport. And it's not like, um, what was I gonna say? It's it's not like so, I, I'm all for the aggressive is the wrong word for like the like dominant coaching style like the tom Izzo, like how people got on him for like like getting onto his players and stuff like that like i i'm for that to an extent but if it comes to like being racially aggressive or that is those are two that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying there's strict coaching and there's just bad coaching like you got you got to still treat them as like as a human and have human dignity. Yeah. But strict coaching is completely different from what from what Chris Doyle was doing. What Chris Doyle was doing was literally breaking them down as a human being, just like not even treating them. De- the dehumanizing same. them. Yeah, he's dehumanizing them. That's a great word for it. That's exactly what he was doing. But Tom Izzo, he's just a very strict coach who's very aggressive, very hard yeah. on him. But you know that makes champions. And, and like the, Nick and, Saban, Alabama. And all the thing is, like, it comes down to how those players perceive it. Like the players who get coached by Tom Izzo come back later on and they say, yes, I appreciate everything Tom Izzo has done for me. Like, I appreciate the structure he brought to my life. These players, like you're talking about how Tom Dole, those players are not coming back and saying they're grateful for what he's done. They're coming back and, like, saying, like, he should not have a job. He should not be getting any of this stuff because of what he's done. It's not – it has no positive um, return. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying there. It it has no positive return. But, like, Tom Izzo, like, yeah, in that current moment of what he's doing, like – it's it's not fun because like he, it's strict on you. You're exactly. like this this is just terrible. This is brutal. But then after it's all said and done, like you you look back on it, you're like yeah I'm happy that happened. I'm happy this is what happened in my life because it's changed me as a as a person. It's made my work ethic better. It's made me a better athlete. But Chris Doyle, like when that happens and that player hears that happen to to them, they think about it and they they look back on it and it's just like I can't believe this happened to me. Exactly. So. But that's going to conclude our little segment on the protesting and how we feel about it. And just so everyone knows, like, we support you guys. That's what that's what we're here for. So going into our second segment, um, we're going to talk about the NBA coming back. Yeah! I... <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, How about Justin? we don't ever Justin's, do that again? Justin's very excited. I'm sorry. Okay, what is Disney it? Disney World. Was it, was it like March 11th is the day that's stuck in my head? Was the last day? God, it I was. hate March this. March 11th was the last game because it was, I think it was the Hawks versus the Celtics was the last game played. Maybe. That could, I just knew March 11th. No, it was I just remember I, no, it was OKC and the Jazz didn't play. Yeah. We can have Siri. Nah. Anyway, so we're four days away from like three months. God dang! That's that's potentially. So let's say when this does get started all back again on what July thirty first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much that's it. I'm lit. A whole pretty much a potential off season right there. Like come on. I'm, I might have to request off that day. Because they're saying what like five or six games a day. Coast to coast watch party. I'm so down for that. If I can get off work, shout out Evermans if you want to let me off that day. I'm going to ask for it. Um, yeah, y'all go uh, go on strike outside of Evermans. Yeah, like, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> we protest in Evermans <laughs> for my day off. Okay, violent protest, you can go to Evermans. Whoa, 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 we don't condone any sort of violent protest. That was a joke. Like that. that was a joke. That was a big joke. Don't fire Zach. That was a joke. That money. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> no. Okay. But I mean, if we want to peacefully protest for my day off, I'm down for that. Um, but July 31st, or they're saying what, like five or six games a day, we are going to get a full seven-game series the whole time through the playoffs when they come. I believe the date I saw ending, if everything goes seven games, was October 12th? Yep. I think was the day. Um, Obviously, it's not going to go 7-7. I think they'll try and shorten it. Um, But that puts us in a situation where we are not going to start December 1st at all. There's no way. Well, the, I mean, there's still there's still a possibility of that's what they're in, the I, I from what I read, the entire NBA Players Association is like completely oh, against. Yeah. That's literally like a two week off season. So I'm I, the date I have in my mind is January first. That's a month and a half from that point. Or wait, what would it be October? So you'd have the, like two and a half months. So the proposed targeting for the NBA. Is training camp begins July 9th through the 11th. The 2019-2020 season resumes from July 31st to October 12th. If every single series goes seven games, everything happens perfectly like what they're thinking. Then you have the draft lottery that will happen August 25th. You have the draft that will happen October 15th. You have free agency beginning October 18th. 2020-2021 training camp begins November 10th. And then the season start for next season will be December 1st. That's the tentative schedule that they have out right now. Which, mm-hmm. if every series goes seven games, the best week of our entire lives will be that week of October 12th, 15th, 18th. That's what I was just, I was like, wait, isn't that kind of... That Bro. could be sweet. Woo! That could be sweet. That's going to be... A finals and a draft in a week? And free agency. I mean, free agency isn't great this year, but no, no one here. It wouldn't even be a week for free agency. You'd really have like, oh well, that's no, like but like start all three of them start yeah. within that one week. So it'd be wait, crazy. Now I want to get y'all's opinions on this. The NBA is pretty much going to have to be competing with what is 
which I mean they do they do already slightly towards the end of the seasons, the NFL and college football, which we don't usually see because the NBA is usually beginning their season and the end of the fall and the beginning of the winter, which is usually the end of the NFL and NBA's NFLs and college football season, which doesn't matter as much for the NBA because like it's still picking up. Uh, but this time we're kind of going to be seeing the seasons kind of like their peaks and interlocking a little bit almost. So it's kind of be a little more of a competition. I don't – I think it helps NBA, honestly, because before – okay, before around this time is when, like, the casual fan isn't going to watch a regular season game. They already, if your team's eliminated, you don't really care to watch. True. So now – Well, it's the beginning of – it would be the beginning of the season that would be competing against the NFL. Which, oh, no, I'm not worried about the NFL. I think that's fine. They're going to have that one day a week. I the NFL is no threat for me if I'm an NBA. Like, if I'm an NBA commissioner and I'm worried about, like, people watching, I'm no, I'm not worried about the NFL at all. That's one day. You could literally just, since they're doing, like, every other day, you could be like, all right, we don't, we're not playing this on Sundays. You uh, chill. Uh, you yeah. see what I'm saying? And then, like, okay, well, you compete against, like, what, one Monday night game, one Thursday night game? That's whatever. But I'm just saying, like, at this point, I mean, if you like the NBA at all, you're watching. You're literally, you're, there's a chance that a team, as of right now, at 26 and 39, even if they go 400, a team with literally 30 wins could make the playoffs. It's crazy the time. That is right freaking now. amazing. I, Isaiah, if you're listening, the Suns have a chance. There is a chance. That is all he wanted all season. He's like, dude, I just want a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> just give me a chance. And it's happening. Well, I mean, you are the farthest from it. You are literally the cutoff date of six games. So just to go over real quick. So anyone within six games. Four games. Or Four games. To make this. To make to make it into oh, the. they just did the top 22. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it, so, they, so they did top 22. But you have to make it within four games of the A seed. And you get to be in a playoff tournament. Yeah. So that. Uh, oops. That was my uh, keys. But. So with that. You, so the, I think it was, I looked at it, yeah, top six teams in both conferences are already locked in because nobody can get close enough to them. Yeah. So everyone from the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets are locked in for the West. And then for the East, you have obviously Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat, Pacers, 76ers. 76ers, squeeze it in. Nice. What's the um, <laughs> Anyways, what? so you look at it. And really the only teams that, I mean, the Mavericks are basically locked in. They just don't have the, they've played three more games than the Rockets. I think if they win one game, then they're safe. Um, But you look at it, I only see really three teams being able to compete for the eight seed in the West, which is really, I mean, you look at the East, I don't think the Wizards are going to make it into that four-game spread. I don't want to play Bradley Beal. (laughs) I would so much rather go against some bummy Magic team. As a Bucks fan, I would so much rather go against some bummy Magic team than have the chance of Bradley Beal dropping like 90 in a game. But when it comes down to it, you what are you doing, hey, Justin? Just trying this, to figure Justin got distracted. Mm-hmm. Justin's trying I mean, to be like a stripper in here or something. Okay, okay, keep going, keep going. You got to say those. You got to say All right. But you, when it comes down to it, the for the play-in – to return to the play-in, or to be able to be eligible for it, you have to be within four games of the eight seed, which which there's already four teams within the eight seed. So what 
this, the whole part of this, to put it in the play-in, is, I feel like it's because the Trailblazers complained, and I feel like it's a money grab because they want Zion in the eighth seed. Oh, of course. Oh, they a thousand percent do. But that's the only, like, if those two teams weren't there, like, it, say it was the Kings and the Spurs that were in those spots, then the there would be no play-in tournament. Yeah, yeah. Because... if it, it, You're saying if it was already the Pelicans instead of the Grizzlies? No, if the Pe- if the Pelicans were not... If they were in the Suns oh, they position... they were cut off? Yeah. I feel like... There it, would be no play-in? There, I don't think there would. I don't because think so this whole the whole reason that there is a play in. I mean, I think the play in is kind of cool though. It's I think it's cool, but I think it's dumb. I mean, it don't matter for my team. <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, my team. It we can matter. get we could get like sixty one. Ah, we beat that last season. We could just tank. But I just don't. I don't like it because that these two. Okay, when I look at it, I'm really basing it off the Grizzlies because that that's the whole reason that they're doing mm-hmm. the play in because the Grizzlies are like. Yeah, they have young talent, but we'd rather have Zion in here. Yeah. So, I feel like it's giving the Trailblazers, Pelicans, whatever, whatever team that can be in the play-in, giving them a four-game like bonus. Because that's you look a at, big gap too. Like, like, could you think about the amount of times that like the ninth seed has been within four games? Literally, was it last season the like Timberwolves and Nuggets or whoever it was or not Timberwolves and um. I don't remember. The, literally, the Timberwolves were literally playing the last game of the season to make the playoffs. Oh, that was two years two years ago. They were playing the Nuggets and the they Timberwolves. They were literally playing the for that did spot. Win that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, they, it was, they were literally playing to make the playoffs. Like, And now, now they're getting literally a four-game window. Like, It's ridiculous. Four games I don't, I don't is like that. huge. But to be in the eighth seed, to win the eighth seed, they're going to play this. The playing tournament is going to be... Whoever's in the ninth seed has to win two straight games. Yeah. And if you're in the eighth seed, you only have to win one. So you get, you basically get, if the ninth seed wins that it's first It's a double game, elimination if you're the higher seed. Double, right. yeah, you have to lose twice. Yeah, so if the, and the lower seed, the lower seed is, sing, it's, it's just like if you're the, let's say like, it, it be, for the best thing I can think of is like, okay, like the Little League World Series. If you haven't lost yet and the other team's coming from the losing bracket, you only have to beat them once. If you haven't lost, you have to lose twice. That's yeah. pretty much like the way, the best way to describe it. Like, I I don't know. I mean, I mean yeah, he's spot on. I just, the Mavericks are locked in. I, you cannot tell me you don't want to see Zion play LeBron first round though. Like, I mean, I do, but that, I feel like they should have earned it more like well, oh yeah, I yeah feel, of course no i, I feel like i would have loved if they played we're missing the, the most important part here jj reddick his playoff streak it still needs to be <laughs> alive guys that's the whole reason <laughs> of why they're doing a play yeah, they, they don't they don't care about zion it's just <laughs> no, jj reddick just went jj that's the only well, reason if, that's doing if they're doing that then the spurs who have 22 straight years in the playoffs i mean they got a chance they do have Barely, a chance like five and a half games or something yeah. four they're exactly four four games pops i mean i don't know like the if the Pelicans make it in, it uh, it gives me <laughs> it gives me some young OKC vibes when you're an eight seed and you. That's stop. A, I mean, I still That's see that like, with the Grizzlies. Like, I think either the Grizzlies or I don't the, think the Grizzlies no. have a chance against the Lakers though. That's okay, thing. but nobody thought the Thunder had a chance when back in the day against when they played the Lakers back then with Kobe. But just I'm talking about just like talent wise though, they have zero like. The, the, I mean, they have Russell Westbrook. Okay, but like, guy. okay, okay. Look, look, like that OKC team had what at that point three top three picks, 
That is the te- the Pelicans right now. That is not the Grizzlies. I mean, Russell Westbrook was fourth pick, but I know what you're saying. Like, it's not that. That's not anything that's gonna like do anything against the Lakers. Like, I would literally put my life on the Lakers foreing a Grizzlies team. I mean, I th- honestly, I think that the Lakers they might would they- still foro the. Pel- I think the Lakers will probably foro any team they play. Really. I mean, unless they play the Mavericks. Uh, no, if it's one of these play, if it's one of the Grizzlies, Blazers, Pelicans, I don't see the Kings, Spurs, or Suns coming in. But if it's one of the Grizzlies, Blazers, or Pelicans, I think the Lakers will four us. Now, when what Zion faced LeBron early in the season before this whole thing happened, he put a, he had quite the game actually. He, he had they didn't. Sick. They only played once though. Yeah, he, but he still had, he had a really good game. Uh, Was that playoff LeBron though? Mm. No. I, I also don't. I don't think AD played that game either. I don't remember. I can't remember if he did or not. I don't I just, if there's a chance, I'm going to want to see a series of Zion versus LeBron rather than John Morant against whoever the Lakers want to run at point that night. Alex Caruso. That's a fan yeah. favorite, right? Anyways, but this all does depend on how they're going to make the schedule. So what we've seen is the 22 teams that are still in, they – like, say, I, I know I've researched it for the Thunder. So, the Thunder played the Jazz, Nuggets twice, and all these other teams. But they also were supposed to play the Timberwolves. They were supposed to play uh, the Hornets and the Knicks within this time. But since those teams aren't in there, they're going to be playing just the teams that are in the bubble. Mm. And so, within those eight games, some teams are going to be playing... Some teams have more of the in-bubble teams... First, because I know our eighth game would be against the Clippers, but the Clippers would have already played their eighth game. And then the next one would be the Lakers, which they would have already played their eighth game. So I don't know how they're – if they're going to stay with that format, I don't know what team they're going to, like, end up being, like, okay, the Spurs haven't played it, so you get to play the Spurs. I'm just trying to think about, like, how you could have, like, really played this so well. Like, imagine if your schedule was set up – to where at the beginning of the season you were playing all the East trash teams. At the beginning of the season? Yeah, that was just free wins now because no one else is going to get to play them. Like imagine if you're the – imagine like at the beginning of the season you oh, yeah, like you had a super easy start of your schedule. Like you were playing the eliminated teams like Timberwolves, Warriors, Cavs, Hawks, Pistons, Knicks, Bulls, Hornets. Okay? Yeah. These higher teams, like let's say the Lakers have had all those teams on their schedule coming up. So they were going to have an amazing record. They ain't going to play them anymore. Yeah. So they're almost, like, hurt by the fact that they had a a, what, a, a week second-half schedule or a week, uh, set, week uh, post-All-Star break schedule. Like, that kind of sucks. I know it I know it hurts the Pelicans because they, the they were – No, they were, they were supposed they, to have they, the yeah, easiest – yeah. They were supposed to have the complete easiest schedule in the league for this second half, mm. which is why most people projected them to be in the playoffs. Mm. But now they don't get to play the Hawks and Pistons like they were supposed to. Now they're probably going to have to play the Lakers, Clippers. Because we talked about this before this delay happened. Mm-hmm. What is it? Like, the second or third episode. And we talked about the, how, like, look, they're facing a lot of these teams that aren't in the top eight seeds in their division. So they're going to have a big chance to catch up on those games when it comes to catching the Grizzlies. All right. So they had a lot of teams that they could have played. Like, so you look at the Hawks, you see Spurs, Grizzlies, Kings. Um, they do play the Grizzlies twice, which is. If they don't that's win, spot. That's if they spot. win both of those games, then the they'll spot. probably be in. They'll be they'll the play in. Not, I don't think they'll be higher, but I think they'll they'll make it into the play because they're three and a half games back right now. So they, 
depending on how it goes. But then they like, have they the, have to they have to win both those Grizzlies games if they want a chance to be in that eight seed. That's one, yeah. Because if they, they lose them, then they would have. Well, if they're going on win percentage, do they count the tiebreaker or no? If the, if they had the same record, but I don't think they'll have the same record. So when you look at it, if the Grizzlies win both those games, I I'm pretty sure that the Pelicans are basically eliminated. Because they're three and a half up right now, and that would be that right there would be five, five and, and a half. half. Yeah, no, I mean five and a half. half. Oh, because it's a loss too. They beat yeah. them straight up as well twice. So I mean, yeah, um, they at least have to split to get in there. You, they have to split. They need if they want to be in that plan. I think they need to win both. Depend, but this all depends on if they even choose to go this route. They, I know Brian Windhorst, uh, that big guy that used to do the Cavs, mm-hmm. like. Big LeBron fan. Hef- hefty. Uh, Come on now. Not big. <laughs> hefty, hefty. But, uh, big boned. So he was talking nice. about they might do like, I don't I don't remember what the word was, but it was it would be like a fan favorite or like a TV, like, like stuff that would make fans watch. They'd be like, okay, we're going to put LeBron and Zion against each other in these, like in the eight games, like build a schedule based oh, on yeah, that yeah, yeah. and be like, okay, we're going to put Bucks and Clippers against each other. I mean, they could do that route where they're trying to get, like, high television rating mm-hmm. games. Or they could go another route where they put, like, okay, these are the... You know how that... Uh, what was it? What's the thing they do when they're doing in the uh, World's... Not World Series, but... Winners and Losers bracket? No. But it's like, okay, the top four teams, say the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, and Raptors. I think those are the top four seeded teams. Yeah. Those four... And then that's like so you get tier like a one. Buy. Yeah, no, they they're like they're tier one, and then the next four are tier two. Yeah, you put it in like groups. Oh, I but don't you want play the like, group. You know? No, but you play that's when you look. Okay, but when you look at it, they play games where it's like okay, you get two games from tier one. You play two games from tier two. Oh, yeah, play two games from tier three. Like that, they could do that when they're looking at these. That's not that's not schedule. grouping. That's just yeah. That's you're saying yeah. That but that's that could be how they're putting this eight. Groups that are the eight uh, games together because we don't know how these eight we don't know the setup for these eight games the seeding games as they like to call them yeah we don't know how those are going to be set up yet and I, I'm so I'm still like I don't even know I'm just kind of I feel weird how they're going to do it if you someone gets diagnosed oh I read about that today yeah too. I know I know it's like seven days you can't you're pretty much like in your bubble I figured out I saw that you like you can. You can only have three family members. That doesn't start until after the first round yeah. of the playoffs, though. But, like, I... So, if... I was reading it. It said, if a player contracts the virus or they get, like, a injury, then they're going to have players set aside from, like... They haven't decided exactly where these players... Like, you can't go sign overseas players. But if they're on a G League team this season or they had a camp contract at the beginning of the year, I don't think they're allowing two-way players either, though. But if it's... If you had a camp contract or if you were on a... G League team this season, they're going to bring like the top ones from that and be like, okay, here's your free agent pool of players that you can choose from if uh, you're playing. Like, say Giannis contracts it. They're fucked. Well, yeah, but say Giannis contracts it. He's out for seven days. You can either G League player. You can either choose to sign the G League player or obviously he's not going to get the same. He's not going to be the same level of like play as Giannis. Where 
if you pick up a G League player in place of that player, you can't bring that other player back. So say Giannis gets it and you bring in a G League player, you can't bring Giannis back. I feel like people won't sign the G League player. Unless it's like one of those like into rotation players. Yeah, yeah. It would, you'd have to be pretty far down on the bench to for them to be like, okay, we won't risk it. Because like imagine, imagine, I don't know, let's say we're playing the Magic in the first round, Giannis rolls his ankle, then we go sign some other random player, we still win the series – what would you Not say the cutoff is for your team, like to for players? Yeah, well, you'd say it's like around like the Wesley Matthews. It's I mean it's below George Hill. It's below Dante. That's what I. It's, it, like it's it has to be like Robin man. Lopez maybe. Yeah, who's do you have any? I don't other e- I don't even pigment? know. I, yeah, so I don't even know if we do it for Robin Lopez. It would have maybe like Sterling. That, that's who I was thinking. I was like, if Sterling Brown gets injured, you could bring in another player. Just be like, okay, if you. Can play, we'll but it, in, at that, but... and it would almost literally have to be the finals at that point. Like it, we would have to be like halfway through the Eastern Conference Finals or the finals to where we know that he's not coming back for us to sign someone. Because otherwise, like I'm gonna say, whatever, let's risk it and hopefully he'll come back later on. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'd rather have Sterling Brown or uh, Dante or any of those guys rather than some G League player, one who doesn't even know your system. That's a, that's what so, you're talking about. And I mean, you're you're getting thrown into like a playoff series where whatever you get, let's say you get hurt on a Monday, you're playing that Wednesday, so he gets one day with the team. Like, I don't know about all that. It's just you, there's a lot of stuff you got to look at, and I mean, obviously we're not the GMs of our teams, but they'll be deciding what those are going to be. You know, but I want to I want to talk about something funny because I know we're getting near the end of the episode, mm. but. You know Twitter. You just, sometimes you just find some funny stuff. Funny. So, I saw this thing. It said, James Harden had his jersey retired at a strip club after spending $1 million there in one night. Whoa. That's <laughs> a band. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you buy? What did you? Uh, you, you? He must have brought, Who did like, you buy? Did you just buy the strip club? <laughs> You probably. I don't even I'm know. Trying to Nobody ima- else there spent a single dime. I'm trying to imagine like how big of a strip club it would have to be for you to be able to drop a million dollars in one night Do and not and club? not have bought the strip club. I'm looking it up. I dude, I don't know. That's. <laughs> I just saw it and I was like, "Whoa, what the heck?" I I don't. What the heck could you have bought? <laughs> I, literally the the entire bar, but you didn't buy it. Like, it's, wait, 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 you probably bought like okay, what he probably bought his VIP section. He, it maybe he ran out the whole thing. A million dollars, That's just ugh. give me a million dollars. That's what I'm saying. I need a I need a new car right now. Mine got totaled when someone rear-ended me. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I, I yeah, I'm just. I need give me give me like thirty thousand, bro. Let me buy one of these new cars. Wait, wait, wait. let me hold up. Let me pull it up. Um, I'm gonna need a uh, thirty six thousand plus some change. Yeah, I would like a Tesla Model S, please. Sport, <laughs> sports package, uh, black windows, uh, the black color. I want the tinted wheels. Um, yeah. Take the uh, home mount charging. Yeah, home mount charging. I want the uh, personless driving. Um, yeah, hit me up, Harden. I'll, 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 that's that's what I want to get paid. Oh, uh, I'll give you one of the my friends, I what? guess. <laughs> <laughs> they could be your stripper, and then I'll just take the money and yeah. 
There we go. Boom! A Deal? million, bro. Well, you can, hey, James Harden, you can have Justin. So, I... Wait. I don't know. This boy, dude, this boy <laughs> forgot how to record. I swear. You okay? It's been a long you been, you been It's been a long quiet all day. You it's been like, don't know week. how to intro, outro. <laughs> it's been a long week, guys. I don't know. Y'all pray for Justin. Uh, it was his birthday Thursday, so, you know. Once, back, once 19 hit, he was just like, said, I don't even know how to he do had the, this. Uh, you, know, like, you know like the like Mr. Krabs where he's like shook? <laughs> it's like, that's Justin right now. When I won't, Every time we hit record, Justin just like. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's going to close it up. Y'all need to check out. Um, last Wednesday, we posted a new segment for you guys. Check it out. Pretty cool. We're trying to get you guys on the podcast. So if you're interested in being one of our guests. You can probably hit Sean up. Don't hit Justin up. Don't hit me up. He might yeah, be shot. Please don't, hit, don't hit Justin. He'll up. just be like, person, person. I don't know you. But yeah, all right. So that is gonna close it out. I don't know what episode it is. Um, <laughs> Justin's okay, can you on just one. Just like be gone. All right, later. <laughs>